All The More podcast, where we are continually searching out scriptural truths all the more. Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Levi Moore, and I'm joined by my co-host and brother, Aaron Moore. Each week, we look into God's Word and see what He has for us. So, let's go ahead and dive on into His Word and see what He has this week. Well, welcome back, guys, to the All The More podcast. We're glad to be back with you this week. And uh, I do say we because Aaron is back this week. So uh, welcome back, Aaron. Mm, howdy. Um, Aaron's still not not up, not uh, feeling up to up to snuff, but he's 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 trying to to, to push through his his his, uh, his poor feelings. So y'all continue continue on praying for him, so uh, so he can get get whatever's wrong with him uh, fixed. And um, anyhow, uh, th- th- this week we'll be looking at uh, looking at the. Uh, um, well, like father, like son, uh, really, uh, uh, you know, kind of uh, doing it. This will be our, our, our last look at Isaac. Um, and, uh, you know, Isaac is, is uh, you know, he follows in his father, father's footsteps a lot um, and, 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 and a number of ways. Uh, but anyhow, uh, we, we can go ahead and, and start off first here with uh, there's a passage in uh, Genesis chapter 25. And we'll be looking in uh, starting off in, in, in verse 19. Um so, um, uh, pr- prior prior to this, uh, between chapter twenty four and now, or twenty four and verse nineteen and twenty five, uh, it basically just goes goes through the the genealogy of uh, of Abraham and his descendants, and and, and kind of talks about Abraham's death. Uh, Abraham was one hundred seventy five when he died. Um, and anyway, so. Um, and start, uh, verses 19, uh, and onward deals with the birth of Esau and Jacob. So, uh, I, I just wanted to, to start off here and it says here in verse 19, these are the generations of Isaac, Abraham's sons, Abraham fathered Isaac and, I, and Isaac was 40 years old when he took Rebekah, the daughter of Bethuel, the Aramean of Padan Aran, uh, the sister of Laban, the Aramean to be his wife. And Isaac and Isaac, uh, prayed to the, to the Lord for his wife because she was barren and the Lord granted his prayer and Rebecca and Rebecca his wife conceived the child uh, excuse me the children struggled together within her and she said if it is thus why is this happening to me so when she went uh, so she went to inquire of the Lord and the Lord said to her two nations are in your womb and two peoples from within you shall be divided the one shall be stronger than the other the older shall serve the younger when her days to give birth were completed Behold, uh, there were twins in her womb. The first came uh, out red, all, all his body like a hairy cloak, so they called his name Esau. Afterward, his brother came out with his, uh, with his hand holding Esau's heel, so his name was called Jacob. Isaac was, 36, or was, Isaac was 60 years old um, when she bore them. When the boys grew up, Esau was a skillful hunter, a man of the field, while Jacob was a quiet man dwelling in tents. Isaac loved Esau because he, had, because he ate of his game, but Rebekah loved Jacob. Um, so one, one, one thing I wanted to point out here, you know, a correlation or similarity between uh, Abraham and Sarah and then Isaac and, and, and Rebecca is that, you know, um, Rebecca, just like Sarah, she was barren. You know, she, she, you couldn't have, have children. And, you know, again, um, you know, uh, God or you know, uh, Isaac, like Abraham, you know, pled with God for children. And, and, you, and, and so they, 
Um, and just as God did with Abraham, God answered the prayer of both uh, Abraham and of Isaac, you know, because remember God had made the promise to to have children or to um, extend the line of of uh, Abraham and, and, and then later the line of Isaac. <clears throat> and so um, it says here in, in verse uh, 21, that Isaac prayed to the Lord for, you know, for his wife and, and, and the Lord granted his prayer. Well, you know, he was 40 years old whenever whenever Isaac and Rebecca got together and uh, got married. And then he was 60 years old when she bore, when she bore children. So I don't know about y'all, but that, you know, but using the new math, that's, that's 20 years. Uh, you know, that, that, that's a long while, you know, to be, to be, uh, waiting on kids. And, uh, and, 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 you know, so, you know, God did the same thing with Abraham, you know, except it was 20, 25 years for Abraham instead of 20 for Isaac. But, uh, anyhow, um, uh, Aaron, do you, you, you got, you got anything on, on, uh, Esau and Jacob struggling in the womb or anything? Well, that's another, uh, you know, we'll just preface the whole rest of, or, you know, we'll see later throughout Esau and uh, Jacob's, you know, growing up and everything. And this is one of the favorite, uh, talking points of the Romans nine debate. And, um, you know, you see, you see God, you know, talking even before they're even born, you know, saying that, you know, the older will serve the, or the, the older will serve the younger and, you know, and, um, and the wrestling and fighting and everything. But, uh, this is like a, basically like the predestination argument. And, uh, but I think it's important to, to notice like once they're born and they're living their lives, you know, one is clearly seeking after God and one is clearly not. And, and, uh, we'll see that in a little bit with, you know, he gets Esau sells his birthright and everything. And, um, it's just, it's just important to, to notice, you know, people read that and they think that God just like randomly hated one and ran, he randomly loved the other or, you know, through his sovereignty, which is true, but it's, it's important to understand like with many of these stories in Hebrews 11, it has to do with their faith and, and their heart and the condition of their heart. And, um, you know, clearly God, I think it's, I think it would be fair to say that God loves everybody, has loved every person, but, um, you know, of course he's going to bless those who, who love him back, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's right. And, 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 you know, um, um, you know, we we all have the the free will, the libertarian free will choice to make or to decide on whatever we want to do. You know, um, you know, and, and God, you know, has the omnipotence, you know, and uh, and and omniscience to to work with and work, you know, or to work with whatever decisions we make, um, and, you know, and to work them for His own His His own purposes. Um, but anyhow, uh, and, and you know, one one one, uh, one last last note here about about uh. Uh, the birth of Isaac and or Esau and, and Jacob. I mean to say, uh, you know, whenever um, where was it here in verse twenty six? It says afterward his brother came out with his hand holding Esau's heel, so his name was called Jacob. You know, J- Jacob means uh, heel, uh, he he takes by the heel um, or he cheats, and and so that that name was very appropriate as as we'll see here in a minute. Um, but anyhow, so let, let's go ahead and, and move on to, to Esau selling his birthright. Um, so verse 29 through 34, it says, Once when Jacob was cooking stew, Esau came in from the field, and he was exhausted. And Esau said to Jacob, Let me eat some of that red stew, for I am exhausted. Therefore his name was called Edom. Um, Jacob said, Sell me your birthright now. Esau said, I am about to die. Of what use is, is a birthright to me? Jacob says, swear to me now. So he swore to him and sold his birthright to Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau bread and lentil stew, and he ate and drank and rose and went his way. Thus Esau despised his birthright. So th- th- this whole thing here, like um, 
Aaron and I both uh, suffer from from what is known as hangriness. Uh, that is uh, angry with an H in front of it. So H-A-N-G-R-Y. Uh, when we're hungry, it, we, we, we get kind of irritable. Um, and so uh, Esau, he was he was very hungry. He was very uh, very tired, and he said I mean, he said he was hungry to the point of like, man, I'm about to die. I'm so hungry. Uh, now I, I I know that you know, most of us most of you listening to this podcast probably have have not experienced that kind of hunger, um, but you may think you have. So if you have, uh, I'm sorry. If you haven't, good for you. <laughs> um, I hope you don't have to experience that kind of hunger. But anyways, uh, you know. Uh, you know, rather than Jacob being a caring brother and say, "Hey, you know, here, let, let you know, go ahead and have some of this food. Take care of yourself. You know, get better." What does he do? He 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 essentially you know cheats Esau out of his out of out of his birthright. Uh, you know, which you know the birthright was you know um, you know, all, like you know, uh, the fir- the firstborn would have two thirds uh, of of the possession or would have a double portion of whatever the the um, whatever his father's possessions were, and then all the other sons would would get you know uh, whatever the other a single portion would be. So in this case, there were two sons, so Esau would get two two portions, and leaving the third portion for 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 Jacob. But now Jacob is going to get all all the portions of it. Um, and so this, uh, that, you know, uh, Esau was thinking more of his, his, his short-term immediate needs rather than his long-term needs. Um, and, uh, and so, you know, flippantly just gave it away. Uh, and also, you know, going back to the faith, the faith theme, everything, he, um, you know, we talk about, you know, Abraham didn't trust God or like had hit a lapse in faith for a few moments and uh, he did crazy things. And um, clearly, I mean, Esau had to have known the promises that were made to his father and truly they talked about it and all these other and stuff like that. And, and uh, he makes a statement. Uh, he says, look, I'm, I'm about to die. So what is the birthright to me? Uh, that's in verse 32, I guess. Yeah. And uh, he said, you know, so. I mean, whether he was just like a, using it as a figure of speech, or whether he was using it like he was serious, he was like, "I'm about to die, so give me something to eat." You know, he didn't have he didn't have faith because it's kind of like, of course, you're not going to die yet. And also, in, in the end, there and in, uh, in the end of the, that little section there in verse 34, then it says, "Thus he saw despised his birthright." Right. And I don't know if that would be originally translated like the whole dis- the despise, like either he actually despised it, like we would say, or he just basically gave it away. I don't know, but it says despised, so I would assume that he just basically didn't care. Yeah, well, the uh. Um, according to uh, Strong's dictionary, uh, says that the the word there in the Hebrew means to despise, to hold in contempt, or to disdain. Um, right. Okay. So, so obviously, so, so he just didn't he didn't care. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's you know likely used in the you know probably used in the same way that we use the, the the word despise today. Right. Okay. So that would be even further to the you know pushing the point that back to the you know he said Esau have I hated hated God said Esau have I hated and Jacob have I loved and so obviously Esau didn't care. And, yeah. and Jacob, he may have been a, a cheater or whatever, but um, part of the birthright of being the firstborn, um, you know that that's also you know you know like you know, the 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 father was the you know the head of the house. He was the he was the the responsible party, the spiritual leader. Um, and and then you know that so you know that that also later fell fell to the firstborn son you know for that family you know you know when the when the father would die you know that the firstborn son would then be the 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 leader of the of that family and uh and so anyhow you know uh, Esau despised his birthright he you know did not did not want to uh fulfill that but um uh, I reckon we can go ahead and and, and move on r- r- real quick to chapter twenty six um. And the the first part of twenty six here, we 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 see a very <clears throat> a very similar um, 
a very similar situation to to what uh, Isaac's father, Abraham, dealt with. It says, uh, starting at verse 1 to 5, it says, Now there was a famine in the land uh, besides the former famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went to Gerar to Abimelech, king of the Philistines. And the Lord appeared to him and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Dwell in the land of which I shall tell you. Sojourn in this land, and I will be with you and will bless you. For to you and to your offspring I will give all these lands, and I will establish the oath that I swore to Abraham your father. I will multiply your offspring as the stars of heaven and will give to you your offspring all these lands. And in your offspring all the nations of the earth shall be blessed, because Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. So here, here's this the, uh, the same promise that God made to Abraham about um, you multiplying his offspring and, and giving the lands to his offspring because of the obedience of Abraham. Um, but furthermore, we also see you know, uh, Isaac goes to the same place, Gerar, where Abraham had, or, yeah, Isaac goes to the same place that Abraham went, which is Gerar. Uh, and we see uh, he, he, you know, he goes to, um, uh, you know, to Gerar, to Abimelech, king of the Philistines. So now back when, when Abraham dealt with Abimelech, you know, the, uh, the um, s- some scholars uh, uh, believe that the name Abimelech may actually be a title more than an actual name because, you know, uh, in, in Hebrew, Abimelech means uh, my father is king. Um, so uh, you know, it, it could be be a title or it could be an actual name. But this you know, either way, this is not the same Abimelech that Abraham dealt with previously. Um but anyhow, uh, you know, he says, uh, you know, uh, don't don't go down to Egypt, you know, because you know Jacob later goes down to Egypt, um, you know, uh, at, at the at the uh, the bidding of Joseph. But um, you know, and then following that, you know, uh, fo- uh, following Joseph's death, that's when we deal with the, the the enslavement of the Jews. But obviously, it was not God's plan for you know for that to happen yet. Um, so uh, anyhow, uh, Aaron, do you, you have anything on this portion? Uh, something that I've noticed through going through a lot of this uh, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob stuff, these covenants and everything. So it's interesting. A lot of the, the main promises that God's made to them as in the Old Testament have to do with land or, you know, giving them land and the other things, giving them the seed. And, uh, you know, so obviously the land is uh, talking about birthrights and everything like that. The land is a, is a, is a huge deal. You know, whoever has the birthright has the land. And, um, which, you know, later, you know, they'll go down, the, the, the Hebrews will go down to uh, Egypt and be enslaved and finally get freed out of there. And uh, they'll come back up to the promised land again later. And that's where they still are today. Uh, but it's interesting that the, the, the uh, New Testament, you see a uh, bigger portion of the covenant, everything talking about the seed, you know, like the parable of the seed and the sower and, you know, the coming of the kingdom of God and things like that. So uh, it's just, an, you know, we talk, I've talked about sometimes before you things that are tying the New Testament, the Old Testament together. Um, but I just thought I just want to throw that out there. I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. The, idea of the, the land and, and the seed, you know, you see it. You don't see the land much in the New Testament, but you do see the seed a lot. Something else is interesting. I was just thinking about this. I'm working on that exegetical paper on Mark 4, 26, and uh, just a parable of the growing seed. And in that, in that parable, you know, um, Jesus is describing the kingdom of God as, you know, being as, as if a man, you know, cast out seeds and, you know, he goes to sleep, blah, blah, blah. And then he rises up and the seed sprouted and growing. Right. You know, talking about the land and the seed, it's also interesting that one of the reasons that I think that God chose Israel is because he originally chose them as almost like the original priestly class in all of mankind because he knew he would eventually send his the great high priest through those people. And uh, so talking about the land and the seed in, in the same context as the whole Bible, it's interesting that the kingdom of God 
you know, in in Israel, God prepared the soil uh, or prepared the land for the sowing of the seed. And, um, you know, you can see these agrarian type terms and are, um, you know, obviously the kingdom of God sprouted first when Jesus started his earthly ministry, started in, in, in the promised land that was, you know, way back here. So anyway, I don't know if that made any sense. It made a lot of sense to me when I was thinking about it, but I don't know if it made any sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, it uh, made sense to me. So, so uh, it should should uh, should make sense to the listeners too. But um, all right. well, all right. Well, let, let, let's go ahead and 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 uh, and move on to this last portion here in chapter twenty six, uh, dealing with Isaac and Abimelech. Um, so uh, starting in verse six says, so Isaac settled in Gerar. When the men of the place asked him about his wife, he said, she is my sister, for he feared to say my wife, thinking lest the men of the place should kill me because of Rebecca, uh, because she was attractive in appearance. Now I'll stop there for a moment. Um, th- that sounds exactly like like uh, what yeah, Abraham did. So you know, like father, like son, right? Um, you know, we have have, have uh, uh, you know, Isaac telling the the same lie, and 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 now th- and you know, this one is a is a full on lie because at least Sarah was you know Abraham's half sister. Well, you know, Rebecca is is Isaac's second cousin, so there's no no way that she could be his sister in, in any respect. But anyways, moving on to verse eight. Uh, when he had been there a long time, Abimelech king of the Philistines looked out of a window and saw Isaac laughing with Rebekah, his wife. So Abimelech called Isaac and said, Behold, she is your wife. How then could you say she is my sister? Isaac said to him, Because I thought uh, lest I die because of her. Abimelech said, What is this you have done to us? One of the people might easily have lain with your wife, and you would have brought guilt upon us. So Abimelech warned all the people, saying, Whoever touches this man or his wife uh, shall surely be put to death. And Isaac sowed in that land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold. The Lord blessed him, and the man, and the man became rich and gained more and more until he became very wealthy. He had possessions of flocks and herds and many servants, so that the Philistines envied him. Now the Philistines had stopped and filled the uh, with earth all the wells that his father's servants had dug in the days of Abraham his father. And Abimelech said to Isaac, Go away from us, for you are much mightier than we. So Isaac departed from there and encamped in the valley of, of Gerar and settled there. And Isaac dug, dug again the wells of water that uh, that had been dug in the days of, of uh, Abraham his father, which the Philistines had stopped uh, after the death of Abraham. And the and he gave them the names that his father had given them. Uh, now I'll stop there real quick to, to kind of re, uh, recap the rest of this. You know, basically, you know, Isaac goes down and and he and he you know gets uh, his men to 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 redig some of the wells. And then the 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 Philistines when they find out oh there's water in them then he, they, they then they claim oh that's that's our water and so then then Isaac moves on and does it another time or two and finally um he comes to a place where uh, where uh, you know uh, there there was no quarrel with the Philistines, and he named out on uh, Rehoboth, which means uh, uh, you know there is there is room, um, or there is there is play, there is a, there is space, you know, because you know as he says in, in verse twenty two, for the, now the Lord has made room for us, and we shall be fruitful in the land. Um, and so he uh, go, goes on here, and 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 uh, um, well, actually, let, 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 let me back, back up here a minute. So uh, in verse eight. Uh, you know, it talks about how Abimelech, the Phil, uh, Abimelech, you know, looked out the window and saw Isaac laughing with Rebecca, his wife. Now, uh, and, and, and apparently through that, he he figured out, oh, Rebecca's his wife. Well, uh, you know, the word there translated laughing. You know, I mean, that uh, according to, to Strong's dictionary, that word is in fact laughing. Uh, other translations, like the Christian Standard Bible. 
um, you know, uh, render that word as caressing. So it would say, you know, uh, and saw Isaac caressing Rebecca, his wife. Um, it's, it's the same word just used um, whenever they're having the orgies at uh, worshiping Baal. Okay. Later in Exodus, um, can't remember the chapter, but it's Exodus. Whenever they're, I guess Moses is up on the going up on the mountain, and Aaron and the rest of them are building the the uh, idol to Baal. I think it's right. the same word. So I think that's where they get the whole caressing idea from. Right. Well, and, and, and so, so you know, uh, uh, it, it it may just be kind of a uh, uh, an idiomatic phrase, like you know, we say it's you know, raining cats and dogs, but it's not actually raining cats or dogs. It's just raining super hard. Um, so that that may be maybe one of those things that's kind of you know lost in lost in translation when it comes to a you know a, a literal um, a literal translation, which you know. Uh, but anyhow, you know, we, we we can talk talk more about different translations at, at another time. But um, something else about the whole in that same uh, verse there is talking about you know the uh, Abimelech looks down and sees Isaac and Rebecca mess around doing whatever they were doing, and uh, that also speaks to Isaac's you know wealth and his place in society because obviously he was close enough to the king's house or the king's palace or whatever you want to call it that you know the the king could actually peep out the window and see what's going on. Uh, and um, something else, and you may have something to say after this, but down in uh, verse 12, it says, Then Isaac sowed in the land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord was pleased with him. I'm almost positive that's the first time it talks about any any of them, that uh, Abraham or Isaac, sowing anything. Right. And so it's also, you know, it said they still live in tents, but it's kind of, they're kind of getting to a point where they're like a semi-nomadic people. Right. Um, which would also, you know, even though, even though they were sojourners in the land, they were still hanging out really close to the king. And they also started, you know, actually doing regular farming practices, even though you later see that they still have a, you know, Isaac still has a lot of wealth as far as like livestock and, and stuff like that. So I just want to say that because... Anyway, so it's a progression, I guess, you know, as they're moving towards Egypt. But anyway, go ahead. You know, uh, like you're saying, you prior to this, you know, uh, you know, with Abraham, like when Abraham was still alive, uh, you know, they, they, they were primarily, you know, a, a, a cattle based, like, you know, Abraham and his family you know, dealt primarily with cattle. And now, not now, 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 as you pointed out, you know, they're, they're, you know, stopping long enough to actually, you know, grow, you know, grow crops, you know, and, and, you know, you being a farmer, you know exactly how long it takes to, you know, produce crops. And it's not just, you know, crops don't come up in a week, you know, right. or even a month, you know, it takes months of time to you know months and months of time for it to you know, your crops to come and ripen and, and be able to harvest and so uh and so anyhow you know he uh you know, it says here here in, uh, later in verse 14 you know, that he, he had possessions of flocks and herds and many servants so the philistines envied him you know, i mean you know god was was blessing him you know uh, extensively and uh um, yeah i want to say this talking about blessing him back in verse 12 talking about he sowed and in the same year he reaped a hundred hundredfold and uh you know i everybody don't know this i guess but I, I do farm and you know he's talking about some kind of grain crop is sowing in the way you know it's just scattering the seed out on the ground and uh typically now in farming practices we uh, if you're planting wheat or rye or barley or something usually you plant like two you usually plant two bushels or something to an acre and that, a bushel is about 60 pounds so you plant about 120 pounds of wheat seed per acre and then when it sprouts and you harvest it you know normally we would we would harvest like 45 times that much you're like you know 45 bushels which would be 45 times 600 pounds well here in the same sense you know 45 bushels is really good for us now with modern technology modern varieties and everything so back then he would have harvested 
just say, you know, he sowed, you know, two bushels or two two bushels of wheat seed to the acre. And now he's harvesting, I guess that would be 200 bushels of acre, which is like a record breaking yield, you know. So he's, he's making a lot and he's being directly blessed by God. And as you later see, you know, the, the uh, Abimelech and his people start saying, you know, you're getting too big for us. You're getting too mighty and powerful. And, he, you know, that's when he tells him to go and leave, you know, and then that's when the whole progression of the filling of the wells happens. You know, he's basically giving a, a hint, basically saying, you know, in a not so subtle way, it's time for you to leave. And <laughs> they fill up another well. And then it says, all right, well, he keeps moving, which is another um, testament to Isaac's godliness or righteousness. Because even though he could have easily, uh, you know, the, obviously the Abimelech and his people were scared, which means that Isaac and his and the Hebrews could have easily probably whip their tails and, you know, run them out of their place. But being righteous and godly, he simply said, okay, I get the picture. And he moves on, you know, a little bit away, you know, trying to keep the peace. Right. And then, you know, he's uh, fighting with his other wells and he says, okay, I'm moving. You know, he probably could have whooped all those people's tails, you know, so it's, um, it's just, I guess he's being gracious is what I'm trying to say. Right. Instead of doing the obvious, you know, just whacking and stacking them, you know, he's trying to. <laughs> You know, be gracious. Right. Yeah. I mean, instead of being the you know the uh, typical re- retaliator and 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 fighter, he he just he says, "All right, let's 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 just ro- roll with the punches here and, and kind of move on." Um, right. Which you know the 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 fir- the first uh, well you know that they that they dug that got fought over you know, he he, uh, he named it Essek, which is which means contention, and the next one he he uh, he named uh, Sitna, which. Uh, which means um, enmity, and so you know Rehoboth, you know, meant, you know, there, you know, there is room or broad places, um, and so you know each well kind of uh, you know, carried a name that was that, that was appropriate for 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 what they were going through. Um, but anyhow, uh, we can go, go and f- finish up this last little bit here. Um, starting verse twenty six, it says, "When Abimelech went went to him uh, from Gerar with uh, Ahusath, his advisor, and Phicol, the commander of his army." Isaac said to them, Why have you come to me, seeing that you hate me and have sent me away from you? They said, We see plainly that the Lord has been with you. So we had, or so we said, Let there be a sworn pact between us, between you and us, and let us make a covenant with you, that you will do no harm, do us no harm, just as we have not touched you and have done to you nothing but good, and have sent you away in peace. You are now the blessed of the Lord. So he made them a feast, and they ate and drank. In the morning they rose early and exchanged oaths, and Isaac sent them on their way, and they departed from him in peace. That same day Isaac's servants came and told him about the well that they had dug and said to him, We have found water. Uh, he called it uh, Sheba. Um, therefore, the name of the, of the city is Beersheba to this day. When uh, Esau was 40 years old, he took Judith, uh, the daughter of Beeri, the Hittite, to be his wife, and uh, Basimath, the daughter of Elan, the Hittite, and they made life bitter for Isaac and Rebekah. All right, so um, you know, here, uh, you know, at, we, we already talked about how, how you know, uh, Abimelech was apparently you know, fearful. You know, he and his people were, were feel, fearful of, of Isaac and 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 the, and the Hebrews, and so now they're 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 finally fessing up and saying, okay, yeah, yeah, we uh we we, we were kind of scared of you, so now let's go ahead and make a pact, you know, that you won't hurt us and we won't hurt you. Um, and so of course, uh, Isaac, like Aaron was saying, yeah, uh, Isaac being the 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 um ha- having that godly character, he 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 of course agrees, and uh and 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 you know, one, one thing that really stuck out to me was the fact that here in verse twenty nine, uh, you know. Or twenty nine, no twenty eight. Excuse me. Um, 
the, 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 the Philistines recognized, they said, we plainly see, or we see plainly that the Lord has been with you. Uh, and, and, and 29 says, you are now the blessed of the Lord, you know, because Abraham had been the, the blessed of the Lord pr- previously. And so, you know, it, it, it's amazing that they recognize, um, you know, God's, you know, uh, intervention and interaction with Isaac. Uh, and, and what, what, another thing that amazes me is like, if they recognize that, why didn't they start following that same God? Um, and why didn't they forsake their idols? And, and, and I mean, of course, we know the answer is pride. But uh, but anyhow, you know, they 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 recognized, you know, God's uh, God's presence uh, in in all the all the uh, the actions there. Um, and and, and uh, one last thing, I'll, I'll say this and then I'll, I'll, I'll pass it over to you, Aaron. But in verse 33, um, you know, t- talking about the, the name of the well, it says, you know, uh, he, he called it Sheba, um, which, you know, uh, which you know, later is, is why the city was named Beersheba. Um, you know, because uh, Shiva means oath, but it also uh, sounds similar to the Hebrew word for seven. Um, but anyways, uh, uh, Beersheba, you know, means you know the well of the oath or the or the well of seven. Um, you know, because you know back back a few chapters ago, when when Abraham dealt with Abimelech, that same well, um, you know, what what was dug and 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 so uh, you know that that's where the previous Abimelech and Abraham had made a, had made an oath as well. And so Abraham gave, uh, I think it was, you know, gave him seven sheep. Um, uh, or something like that, to, you know, to, to to deal with, or as a kind of a promise. But anyhow, uh, you, you have anything on that, Aaron? Oh yeah, one thing I was going to say is that, uh, you know, probably this Abimelech, you know, probably his his father before him, most likely they'd heard stories of Abraham, and uh, you know, he they probably recognized that the son was also, uh, you know, was walking with the same guy that you know that his father would have seen Abraham walking with before, you know, understood that the blessing, and uh, you know, they could probably see the correlation. Hopefully, hopefully that's where you know they were recognizing that Isaac was blessed by God. And another thing is, uh, what's be, be applicable to our own lives. Like I said previously, one of the best witnesses or one of the best testimonies you can give other people is to simply uh, live and act Christianly. You know, if people would just act Christ-like, you know, selfless, uh, be sacrificial, be, you know, doing exactly what Jesus told us to do and doing exactly what Jesus did, then people couldn't, I mean, it's, it'll be, it's obvious to the world that, that you're something different. Even these Philistines here, which were clearly uh, pagans or, you know, worshiping other gods besides, uh, you know, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, you know, even they could recognize there's there something different. So, you know, I would just encourage everybody listening just to, if you live, I mean, we're, we're, we're supposed to be peculiar people. We're called out, set apart people for the sole purpose of spreading the gospel and, you know, showing Jesus's love um, to the world. And you can clearly see how effective it is. Just, you know, he didn't, Isaac didn't even, wasn't even preaching at him or handing out Bible tracts or, you know, doing, you know, whatever. They were just acting right. And, um, and, you know, sometimes acting right can at least get you in the door, you know, break down the barriers of whatever people group you're trying to talk to. And, you know, it's like the, the old, I don't know what you would call it, it's a story. You know, there's a, a guy sitting on a park bench and the, and the sun and the, and the wind made a bet to see who could get the guy to take his jacket off first. And, you know, the wind blew and blew and blew and stormed and everything and the wind blew. And the guy, instead of taking his jacket off, he just held on to it tighter. You know, the wind was trying to blow it off. But the, but when the sun was his turn, he just warm, warmed up and, you know, through his radiant heat and sunshine and the guy got hot, so he just took his jacket off. So sometimes, you know, like I say, just living Christianly can be the foot in the door to, you know, later sharing, you know, the full teaching and the full, I can't even think of the word right this minute, full counsel of God to, to the unbeliever. 
All right. Well, um, uh, that 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 brings us to the to the uh, the, the end of this the, of this episode. Um, we're gonna go ahead and and uh, wrap, wrap this thing up. And and you know, we, we just want to you know, again thank you all for for listening. Um, we uh, you know again can continue to ask for your your prayers for uh, uh, you know for us you know together you know like you know, that, that that God will uh, give us wisdom as we seek it, seek His truth so that we can continue to share that with you. But we also uh, uh, you know, I, I I ask for for your prayers for for Aaron that that. You know, we can get him get him well uh and uh and uh you know we just uh, ask that you would you would uh be, be genuine in your search for god and uh and and until next time keep on searching out scriptural truths all the more thanks for listening to the all the more podcast if you like what you've heard or are interested in other related content Head on over to allthemore.com. That's allthemore with two O's.com. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or your other favorite podcasting app. Until next time, keep on searching out scriptural truths all the more.